Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another episode of the Just Seen Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about red flags and flaws. Um, uh, the difference between the two, uh, because this conversation, I've been, I've been, I don't know, I ain't going to say sitting on, but I know that I've been experiencing these, these types of interactions with people who, over the years of my life and shit, and, you know, people have been saying things like, Accept me flaws and all. You know, you got to love me at my worst to get me at my best. All that bullshit. That's some bullshit. And it got me thinking like, you know, people, we collectively try to, you know, get people to absorb our, our red flags, things that are red flags within us and mask them as flaws, as opposed to changing that behavior and everything. And this is this is kind of where this is going, because it's like, I get people up, well, that's just how I am. You either got to take me and as I am. It's like, no, those are the impetuses, if that is a word. I know impetus is, but I never heard it plural before. But um, we're going to make it plural today. Those are the impetuses or impetuses for toxicity, for walking into toxic relationships. Motherfuckers love to blame. And it's, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's almost like a, a one-to-one correlation between the people who... Um, who say shit like, uh, I, this person's toxic and the fact that they want to be embraced, you know, flaws and all love me for my, love me at my worst, because now you have to realize, you know, go back to the 12 laws of the universe, the law of reciprocity and shit, right? You have to, when like, you're going to get back what you receive and you're going to give out what you receive. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're going to give out what you receive and vice versa. And a lot of times people don't pay attention to that. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm just listening to people, you know, talk, even even times of myself, like, you know, in my past when I had to ask myself, was was I really, um, was it really a flaw of mine or was it a red flag? And I'm going to get into why, what the difference is and and, and what they they fall into, because it's like, this now also goes into the theme that I always talk about with love, you know, because with love comes correction. You know, if you're correcting a flaw, it becomes a quality. But we don't when we choose not to correct it, it stays a red flag and vice versa. You feel what I'm saying? As far as the other person that we're dealing with, you know, we're like, OK, you those are your flaws. I accept them. No, you're not accepting their flaws. You're tolerating the red flags. And we're going to talk about all of that shit today because this is a conversation that's like, it, it's fucking up a lot of relationships. Motherfuckers, be, it's not only the relationship, the people in the relationship. It's a lot of people that are walking around that have, that have been damaged and broken and everything, not because necessarily the person was, yeah, the person may have been toxic. Yeah, the person may have been damaging and they may have been all of these other fucking things. But at the root of it, at the core, we got to start taking accountability sometimes, even if like... This is something that I had to I had to learn with my older brother one time. And, you know, we just had this conversation. And, like, this is when it kind of hit me. Like, he had got into a wreck one time. He wasn't at fault. He wasn't at fault for the wreck. Somebody hit him. But, I, you know, we as us having this conversation, I was like, yo, you may not be at fault, but you're responsible. And that's something that we have to understand. Even if some shit is not our fault, we are still responsible for it. And... One of the things, and we're responsible how it affects our lives, you know what I'm saying? And one of those things is that we 
realize that we tolerate the red flags in people under the guise that we're loving them and we're not. And that makes us stay in a relationship and we get more and more tolerable to red flags. We don't embrace flaws, we accept red flags. And because we accept red flags as opposed to embracing flaws and our love perspective is tainted, we're not willing to help that person or be the catalyst for that person to correct those flaws. You feel me? All we do is accept them and say, hey, this is just how you are, or this is just how I am. And that's just the impetus for this very toxicity we complain about. But before I go in and dive in heavy for it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Also, be sure to check out my website, IamJustScene.com to get all of my books, courses, merchandise, and um, uh, everything else that is just seen. If you would like to book a session where we can have a conversation about anything, um, you can do so on the website as well. Um, and be sure to follow the um, social media outlets that are associated with each leg of the umbrella, right? Um, much love and appreciation to all of the people who sponsor, tip, and donate to the podcast. You are greatly appreciated. Love from the top, bottom, and middle of my heart. Um, to everybody who would like, or anybody who would like to tip, donate, and um, sponsor, you can do so by clicking the description of your podcast, not necessarily the episode, but the actual podcast itself. Uh, Cash App, PayPal is fine. And there's a direct link for sponsorship on in the description. Um, that's pretty much it for the housekeeping rules and the housekeeping stuff. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into how I am. Red flags or flaws. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSing.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSing.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSing.com. You ever want to just chat with Sing about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSing.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSing.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSing.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So, you know, we, we, we talk about flaws. You know, embrace me, flaws and all. I have flaws. First off, this is my own personal opinion, right? This is my own personal opinion. And this is this is where it's kind of driving into the difference between red flags and flaws and why people tolerate it. Because I don't feel, I personally don't feel like people have flaws. You know? I damn sure don't feel like I got flaws. And I damn sure don't feel like people, humans, that we don't, we, we, I don't feel like we have flaws. We may have things about us that motherfuckers don't like. Red flags. We may have things about us that motherfuckers don't like, but we can't be flawed if, if we're truly going to say, now, this is whether you believe in whoever or whatever you believe in, the universe, God, Allah, Jehovah, Yeshua, Judah, I mean, Krishna, Buddha, uh, the list goes on. Whoever it is, right? Most of the tenets say that you're created in the image of that being. There's no way in hell. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell that I could be convinced that I'm created by a created, a perfect being. I'm creating the image of a perfect being and I have flaws. I just can't see it. I just can't see it. I just got shit about me that motherfuckers don't like. We just got shit about us that motherfuckers don't like. You feel me? 
And that's not a flaw. You feel what I'm saying? That's not a flaw, you know? But we get so wrapped up into it. Oh, I need somebody who's going to accept me for my flaws. And I, and I think really the truth is we just want our red flags accepted, you know, because of the pains, the traumas, and the different things we go through. But we got to ask ourselves, what is a flaw? You know, even, even just to the actual uses of the word, we're going to stick to that and say, okay, maybe people are flawed. What do you deem as a flaw? You feel what I'm saying? What do you deem as a flaw? Anything unchangeable about yourself is not a flaw. It's a piece of you. You feel what I'm saying? When I was young, when I was a kid, like like young, young, um, I used to be real, real self-conscious about my lips. I always thought them as a flaw because you, when you look at what the standard is, the quote-unquote standard, it's like, damn, I'm flawed. So, no, no, I'm not flawed. My shits were created perfectly for a reason. I had to accept that, but that's not a flaw because that's something I can't change about myself. I physically can't change that about myself. Well, hold on, let me say not physically. I naturally can't change that about myself. And I won't change that about myself. You know, my nose, my eyes, these things were, you know, those were things that were always critiqued by people. You know, I'm like, yo, bro, like when I was in middle school, I used to make people cry when I joked on them. And it wasn't because I was being a dickhead. It wasn't because I was being an asshole. What people were, you know, when I was in school having these conversations, like, yo, you're so mean. I'm like, do you not see what that person did to me first? Whenever I will pick on people, I will pick on things that I know you could physically change. Like, you can change. There's a way that you can go and change those things. You feel me? But people would pick on me for shit that I could not do anything about. I was born like this. You feel me? So, it, you know, it was one of those, you know, build a, build a tough skin. Oh, when I built the tough skin, bitch, I snapped back. I became a crocodile. Like, I got the tough skin, but I'm going to bite your ass too. You feel me? And I would make people cry. I didn't give a fuck because it's like your, your attempt is to... to to uh, minimize something that I am or to make me, you know, feel a type of way. And it backfired. And now you want to cry. Now you want to say, you took it too far. Fuck you. You shouldn't have started it. You shouldn't have started it. But that showed me that what I used to, what, what, are, what are flaws are just really not flaws. It's just people, that, shit that people don't like about us. You know what I'm saying? So when when I look at people in the relationships, like a lot of times we get caught up in that in that impetus of oh my flaws are you know accept me for my flaws. Like I hear women say this shit all the time. This shit sickens me. It annoys the fuck out of me when I hear this shit because they be like, if you can't accept me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at, at your best. And I always say, if you're not willing to give me your best from the jump, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't want you. I don't. I don't. I don't want nothing to do with you. If I have to fight through your motherfucking worst first just to get the best out of you, that is your best to me. That is your best to me. You know what I mean? And that that it's stupid to be in that in that mentality of accept me. Because what we want is we want, quote unquote, our flaws to be embraced first to make sure that the person really fucks with us. You have to make peace with that shit in yourself and realize I don't have flaws. I'm not a flawed person. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not a flawed person. Because that's and that's why I'm like, you can't tell me that you really believe in what you say you believe in if you don't even believe in yourself. If you don't even see that, yo, I am a perfect creation. I'm not flawed. I can't be flawed. Now, that's why it segues into what we think are flaws are really red flags. You feel me? They're red fucking flags. You know, the shit about you that you that you don't even like. That's a red flag for another person. That would be a red flag because you don't even like the shit. You feel what I'm saying? That's not a flaw. That's a, that's a red flag. That's a personal red flag. Those are things that you do not like. So I've learned that. People 
people use the two interchangeably and are not. You know, because we can't say that we have flaws that they quote shit like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Right, so the right motherfucker's not gonna see what you have as a flaw. They can't. They can't. But then again, it goes back into you. That's what I was talking about. You may, it may, the shit that happened may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to understand that you're not flawed. It's your responsibility to understand that and, and embrace the, and see the beauty in your shit. Don't wait on another motherfucker to see the beauty in who you are. You feel what I'm saying? That's stupid. That's stupid. Like the flaws that I've had that I used to think were flaws and shit, I stopped it. I, I had to stop it. I didn't embrace that shit. Like, and my big sister, she helped me do it. Now, granted, we was kids and we was babies and we was young, you know. So, you know, we, I love her to life. Me and my sister, we made peace with this. We actually talked about this shit. And you know what I mean? She told me what's real. But in addition to her and my older brother picking on me for that, it was like, and when we were younger, it was like, bro, we would want you to have a tough skin. Because when you go to this, these schools and shit, now, granted, my brother and my sister are seven and five years older than me. So they were like, yo, when you go to school, they're going to joke. They're going to joke. So we want you to be ready. So they, we were always joking. We was always roasting each other and shit. Like, so they, they really did build that tough skin within me to make me. They're the, they're the reason. <laughs> they're the reason I used to make people cry. <laughs> I'm going to put that shit on them. I'm going to put that shit on them. They used to be, they're the reason I used to make people cry when I used to joke on them and shit. But... Again, it wasn't on no bully shit. It was all self-defense. Like, bitch, don't come for me. I'm telling you, I'm quick with it and quick with it. Like, don't play with me, yo. So, you know what I'm saying? But my sister, like her and my brother, they used to, um, we used to joke and they used to call me bubblicious, right? And it was like, damn, I can't do nothing about that. I was like, yo, I, I got big lips. That's what it is. You feel me? And it was like, when it changed, I remember, I remember the day my sister, I never forget this. I had to be like, I think I was like five. No, 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 because I was in school at this time. I mean, I was in school when I was five, but I had to be, I was in school, school, like actually not in just one class playing with the same motherfuckers and shapes and shit. So it had to be like six or seven maybe. But my sister, me and my sister was talking and I think my brother had made a joke about my lips or something. And my sister said, she said, you tell him at least the ladies ain't complaining. And it was funny as shit because the very next time we was we was we had a little session and shit and you know it wasn't like it was frequent or something but I'm saying like when we joked again you know he pointed that out you know he was like he said shut up bubblelicious and I said the ladies ain't complaining and walked off from him and after that that shit put so much confidence in me I was like damn they really ain't complaining you know they really ain't complaining and i was only seven i didn't know if they was complaining or not but it felt good to say that shit because after i said that shit he ain't had no comeback i won that one damn it you but from that moment it kind of it kind of put the confidence in myself to embrace that you know embrace that because you know as of when i actually started having crushes and shit that was the number one thing they kept you know bringing up you know oh my gosh i love your lips yeah they really ain't complaining they really ain't complaining. And I realized it wasn't a At that point, I realized it wasn't a flaw. I realized 100% at that moment. I was like, oh, it's not a flaw. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. I was made this way. You know, and it's, it's real evident now. Now that I'm older and shit, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, 
you know, my, my, my dominant genes, my, my, the dominant manifestations of my physical features and shit, my genes are showing up and people love it because, you know, but before they could love it, I had to, you know, I had to, I had to internalize, okay, my flaws are not flaws. And if I see them as flaws, that's a red flag within myself. That's a red flag within myself. And that was really, over the years, I noticed that I've, I've, I've dated women who, when I look at how, okay, yeah, this woman was toxic and that, this is the case. And I realized <clears throat> it wasn't necessarily that that woman was toxic. I chose to overlook and tolerate the red flags that I saw. I knew, like, that's what gets me, like, after the relationship is, I knew I shouldn't have been fucking with you and this, that, and the third and all shit. I was one of the motherfuckers. I knew I shouldn't have gave you the time of the day. Motherfucker, you played me, nigga. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Crying in the dark and shit. But these things were, it started to hit me because it was always the same response to people. They would say, all of the shit that I put up with you. That showed me the relationship was out of tolerance. It wasn't love. So what the fuck is our perception of love? You know, what the fuck is our perception of love? As I said, as I always say, it's, you know, infatuation, admiration, desire, and lust. When that shit wears off, you don't, like, it, it, it eventually wears off. So it's like, we don't, and as long as those four things are present, we would tolerate that person. You know, for men, we're really simple. You feel me? We'll tolerate a lot of shit for some ass. Like, you feel me? You suck me right, you fucking be good, and you can cook. That's all I need. You feel me? I could that that infatuation, admiration, desire, and lust will stay there. You feel what I'm saying? But once that shit weighs, wear, um, wears off, like I don't talk, I'm not tolerating you no more. I'm not looking past that bullshit. You know, I'm not looking past that bullshit. Women, it's it's the same thing. It's like we 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 collectively as people say shit like, um, oh, I, I I embrace you flaws and all. No, you're not embracing that person flaws and all. You're accepting their red flags. Accept that. Now it's time to accept that. We're going to have adult talk today, damn it. We're going to be, be grown. You feel me? We're really going to talk about this shit. Because you have to accept that you have been accepting red flags and motherfuckers all of this time talking about, I love hard. I lo no, you're to you tolerate a lot. You don't love hard. You tolerate a lot. Let's be responsible here. You tolerate a lot of bullshit. And you think that's love. That's not love. That's tolerating bullshit. That's why I always tell people, Love is the power that leads to the betterment through create through correction. If 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 you're not making that person better and you're just letting their red flag stay there, you're not loving them. You're tolerating them. And you're just as you're, you're just as guilty for the shit that happened to you as they are. Why? Because you tolerated the red flag within that motherfucker. And then when the red flag finally you seen that it was connected to a motherfucking bomb and that shit blew up. Now you want to have something to say. Nah, you can't have shit to say right now. You tolerated that red flag, so now you got to accept what came with what was attached to that motherfucker. You feel me? Motherfuckers is waving whole crimson flags and shit. And it's, it's, it's jokingly because it's like when people see, I've seen memes and posts and jokes and I've had conversations with people. are like, oh my gosh, the red flags are showing, but I'm going to overlook them. Okay, okay, take what comes with that shit. That is not the same as embracing someone's flaw. Because if you truly love somebody, if you truly fuck with them, they have no flaws. They have no flaws. You can't see anything, like, a red flag will never show up if you truly love them. Like, I'm going to say that again. A red flag doesn't show up if you truly love It only shows up when you're tolerating them and you look past it. Because 
you don't even know what's a red flag at that moment. It's when it triggers you towards a negative situation or it triggers you towards a negative energy. And it comes like a whisper first, that first time you see the shit. You feel what I'm saying? The first time you see the shit, you're like, ha, 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 uh, uh. First time you laugh at that shit. First time, what, man, my grandma used to always say, you laugh now, you're going to cry later. I didn't get that shit. I'm like, man, I ain't going to cry later. The fuck? Like, I get it. You laugh at that red flag now. <laughs> it's a joke. It's going to be the motherfucker that makes you cry. Every fucking time. Why? Because we, we try to make flaws and red flags synonymous. But there's no such thing as a flawed being. That's the plot twist to this all. There's no such thing as a flawed being. When they truly understand themselves. When they tr and you truly understand what, what the human experience really is. No person is flawed. They are a unique individual. They just have shit about you or themselves that you don't like. And you have shit about yourself that motherfuckers don't like. That don't mean, like, change that part, you know, to accommodate that person. You need to change it to make, if it's going to make you better. You feel what I'm saying? I started to really understand this a lot more when I was in relationships with women who would call me a robot. They're like, you're so, you're, you're, you're so scheduled and disciplined and struggling. You're a robot. Say it in like a very condescending way, like it was a bad thing for me. No, that's like being robotic, being disciplined, being structured. It made me the better person that I am. You feel what I'm saying? But in the time and when I first, when I heard it the first time, I succumbed to it and I was like, oh, maybe I am uptight with myself. Maybe I am this. Like, no, that's not a flaw for me. That's not a flaw. That's some shit about me that you don't like. Why don't you like it? Because it requires you to be better. And I started to see the, the, the understanding of like when I started doing better and shit, the women would start to sabotage the relationship. Like for every woman who's ever said shit about my, um, my situation, my, me being robotic and me being so structured and me being this, go back to my, what my um, grandma used to say, you laugh now, you're going to cry later. They used to love it in the beginning. And then when they realized that it was something real, it wasn't a front. You feel me? Literally, I had a girlfriend tell me, you know, we were, we were vibing one day. Now, granted, I figured because, you know, we're on the same path academically, as I thought. You feel me? We chilling, and I just said, you know what? All right, I'm going to go see you later because I'm about to go study. She said, you study? What the fuck you think I'm in school for? You feel me? I didn't go study, though. Like, I didn't go study. But I kind of told her that because I didn't feel like dealing with her. And I did go review my notes. But as far as, like, study, study, it wasn't in-depth like that. But I, did, I tell her, I said, yo, I'm about to go study. You know? And so her perception was that she didn't, she was like, I never, I didn't, I didn't, you know, she, her, as we, as the relationship went on, she thought that I was a, a person that was going, that was beneath her, that wasn't, you know, I guess, academically sound or some shit like that. And they, she based it off of the persona of which I dressed. You feel me? When I went to undergrad, I promise you, I was straight out the hood. I was straight out the hood. You feel me? Hoodies, do-rags academic jeans, Air Force Ones, like that was me. So she assumed that when she saw this persona that, oh, he a hood dude. I was, but I wasn't stupid. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't, I don't get what y'all, I don't get why people that aren't from that area see shit like that. You feel me? And that's how I know who ain't really from that area. I'm like, yo, you don't really want that shit. It's a lot of us that are geniuses out there, motherfucker. Like, we just untapped because of motherfuckers like y'all. But anyway, the point that I was making was that when she constantly reaffirmed, like, Yo, you're, you're, so, you're so this. Why don't you just live a little? I do live. This is what living is for me. Becoming better at life. 
You know, this is when I also understood that people who say live a little, why do they always tell you to live a little just before they tell you to do some destructive shit or some shit that's going to jeopardize your reality? And you go and do it like a motherfucking dumbass. Why? Because you tolerate a red flag. Anybody who tells you to live a little and then instructs you to do destructive shit, that is a red fucking flag. Why do you follow it? Why do you follow it? Like I said, we're going to have adult talk because now we got to get back into the personal responsibility. People will tell you all the time, live a little. And it'll in their attempt to tell you to live a little, it deviates from the positive, the positive vibes or the positive direction you're going in your life. And you just do the shit. You feel me? You just do the shit. That's on you. You tolerated the red flag. You tolerate, you seen that. You know, you, you taking me off my lane. Okay, I'm coming. You feel me? I'm coming. Like, no, no, stop that shit. Stop that bullshit. Because that shit ain't doing nothing but gonna lead you to a situation where now, oh, they're so toxic. I knew I shouldn't have fucked with them. Well, you shouldn't have tolerated the red flags. You shouldn't have tolerated the red flags. Not only that, you shouldn't have extended the tolerance. This is where boundaries comes in. You feel me? This is where the boundaries come in. When we don't have boundaries and we tolerate red flags, what the fuck you think is going to happen to us? We're going to be damaged. We're going to get fucked over and we're going to get fucked over bad. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of the red flags that we, that we experience, we, we tolerate red flags because we want our red flags tolerated. We don't want to change them. We get so wrapped up in, this is just who I am. This is me. This is what I do. This is how I live. You feel me? No, it's not. That is not just who you are. That's who you're claiming to be. Responsibility. Accept that shit. That's who you're claiming to be. That's who you've gotten comfortable being. That's not who you are. If, if there's a situation, that, if there's something that you're living in your life right now that is not good for you, that is detrimental to you, that you know is not bringing you anything, any, any form of growth, it's either causing you to be stagnant or too comfortable. That is a red flag. That is a red flag. And if you want somebody to accept that, that means you don't want to better yourself. You're not looking to better yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's easy to stay in that same place. It's easy to find sympathy. It's easy to find people to feel sorry for you for that shit, as opposed to growing and changing. Now, shit happens in life. I get it. Shit happens in life. We face tragedies. We face all of these things. That doesn't mean that they need to remain holding us, holding us bound to this, to, to the shit that we're in. You feel me? I grieve, I mourn, I deal with death, I deal with different things of that nature, just like the next person, but I can't let those things stay to me because that's, when you start to do that shit, that's how you create trauma bonds. Oh, now we getting into these relationships for real, for real, why they don't work and why they're so poisonous because we're trauma bonding by overlooking red flags. Ain't that a bitch? You trauma bonded with a relation, in a relationship with a motherfucker, right? And now you tolerating red flags. The fuck you think is supposed to happen? The fuck you think is really supposed to happen? It's supposed to get damaged. It's supposed to be fucked up. You're supposed to leave when you, you you're not supposed to make it out that motherfucker healthy. You feel me? Because now you're overlooking red flags and you're trauma bonding. Oh, I can relate to this so much. You're relating to a red fucking flag. My red flag, my flag is the same color as yours. This is so cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. You feel me? Because now it goes, we have to internalize and go back into the shit. Is this really a flaw within me or is this a red flag? You feel what I'm saying? Have I internalized this, what, what unquote, quote unquote, is a flaw? And that's why I go back into what it is, what it is that you truly believe in. You feel me? 
Because there's no way you can tell me all day long, I'm created in the image of a perfect being. My being is perfect. I this, that, and the third, and then I'm flawed. Oh, but I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm this. Like, no, nah, that's, that's the mind fuck right there that keeps a lot of motherfuckers in this loop. You're creating the image of a perfect being and you're an imperfect creation. How the fuck does that work? You feel me? How the fuck does that work? I'm not going to get too heavy into that because I want to stay the course of what it is. But I'm showing how the seeds are already planted for you to accept red flags within the motherfucker. Oh, love me flaws and all. Yo, I love her flaws and all, man. You feel me? She don't, she can't. No, no, she can't do wrong. Stop bullshitting. Stop being stupid. You feel me? Stop being stupid. He can do wrong. He does do wrong. And you just extend the tolerance on and on and on and on. Oh, red flag. And then now it gets so fucked up that you extended that tolerance so much that now you're extra sensitive to shit that ain't even a red flag anymore. You feel me? You get in situations as soon as you see something that's like, you overlooked all of the red flag shit before. Now you're traumatized. So now everything is everything. You're extra sensitive to it. Oh, I pay attention to everything. My intuition is on point. No, your insecurity is on point. Your insecurity is on point. Why? Because you tolerated so many motherfucking red flags. That's why you got trust issues. And it's not because you don't trust people. You don't trust your own decision making. But this is just how I am. This is just, no, this is how you've become. This is what you become comfortable being. And you continue to involve yourself with shit and motherfuckers that make you more comfortable. You feel what I'm saying? That makes you more comfortable. So now it's like, so well, how do we overcome it? How do we know the difference between a red flag and a flaw? Mr. Know-it-all, since you know, because I know that's, I know y'all mad. I know y'all tight, because these are the conversations we need to have. Everything can't be all, all roses and fucking peaches and cream. It ain't all cookies and milk and I ain't Santa Claus. Damn it. Shit ain't all peaches and cream and I ain't Sarah Lee. Damn it. But nah, these are conversations that need to be had because it's, 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 we want these healthy relationships. We want healthy relationships. No, we don't want healthy relationships. We want relationships that heal us. You feel what I'm saying? I know it seems like a semantics and those things. That, no, we think we, we want a relationship that is going to be good all of the fucking time. You feel me? That's what we want. But we enter those relationships with all of our own red flags showing and toler and we want a full relationship of tolerance, stable tolerance. Why? Because think about when you were a kid. Were you really loved as a kid or were you tolerated? You feel me? How much patience did your, did your parents have with you? How much patience did your siblings have with you? How much, like, start paying attention to that shit. Your cousins and everything. Was it really love? Or did your perception of love just show your perception of love just get caught up in tolerance, how well I could be tolerated. As long as I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, or that that's, this person wants me to do, I'm okay. This is why a lot of us, a lot of us, as we get older, we don't have a voice. You feel me? Because you grew up in a, in, a, in a mentality of, or in a lifestyle of children are seen and not heard. And the moment I was hurt, I'm popped in the mouth. I'm told to shut up. And then it fucked your voice up. Red flag. Red flag. You learn that you, you internalize the very things that this person couldn't tolerate within you as a flaw within yourself. You feel me? I had so many women who would tell me, oh, I'm just talkative. You're not talkative. You don't talk enough. You're not talking enough. And I'm giving you, I give you the, the, I finally gave you a safe space where you just can talk it out. You feel me? I finally gave you that safe space. It's not about tolerance. You know, I be, it's, it's one of the most devastating things ever to see 
I'll be talking to women. And sometimes I'll be talking to my brothers too. Like they get excited and shit and start going on something that they're very interested in. And like at the peak of it, you can see the twinkle in their motherfucking eyes. They be like, you know, but you know, let me, you know, I don't want to talk too much about that. For fucking what? You want to. That's the internal red flag. Why? Because you come from a position of once you start sharing shit with people, once you start like their tolerance ran out with what they can do, what they can listen to. You feel what I'm saying? How do you fix that? You got to fix that within yourself and become comfortable with that because otherwise you're just going to seek relationships that tolerate you. They don't love you. Motherfuckers don't love you. They tolerate you. And they tolerate what their experience with you is. You feel what I'm saying? And you tolerate the same shit. That's why it's, it's almost, it's, it's mind blowing how down here every person that I know who's, who's, who's been in a toxic relationship, every person, myself included, who always said, well, I knew this person was this. I knew this person was that. Why did you stay then if you knew? Why did you stay? Because you tolerated a red flag. You tolerated all of the red flags. Nothing was a problem for you. Oh, I'm a love you flaws and all. Those aren't flaws. Those are red fucking flags. You feel what I'm saying? And you'll know they're red flags as opposed to flaws, quote unquote, because flaws can become qualities. Red flags can't. Flaws become qualities and red flags can't. If you see somebody, if you see something that somebody does as a flaw, as opposed to a quality, you feel me? And you see it making them better or it has the potential to make them better. Or if they make a, or if they make an adjustment to that very thing, it, it can be something that can lead them to be better. Then you are contributing to the tolerance of keeping that a red flag. So <clears throat> it's the, the difference between those two. The difference between what a flaw and a red flag is simply is now it really goes back into love. The real understanding of love, how I always break it down, where you have the power for the betterment through correction. If it's really a flaw, you feel me? If it's really a flaw, it can be adjusted to be something, you know, something greater, you know? But if it's a red flag, that shit ain't changing. It ain't going nowhere. You feel me? There's no adjusting that because people don't really want to change. You feel me? And then off the other side of that, if you have a quality within yourself that a person doesn't like, they will try to make it a red flag for you. And it's not. You feel me? Case in point, as I was discussing with the women who were like, yo, you're so structured and shit like that. Okay. You feel me? The first time I internalized that shit and just started winging shit in life and it wasn't, it was no good for me. That became a red flag for me. I changed, it, it was for my detriment. You feel me? <clears throat> but that was a quality within me. Being structured. It ain't my fault you lack discipline. You feel what I'm saying? It's almost, an, it's, it's, and it's a direct relation. Like this particular woman, it was like, she looked at me like, oh, you study, you're structured, you this, you have routines, you have schedules and shit like that. And she didn't. And our grades reflected that. Our ability to perform in school, it reflected that. You dig what I'm saying? Was that my fault? Fuck no. That was a quality for me because it led me to be better. And it, it led her to be better, too, when she adopted equality, but she couldn't embrace it. We, we were totally different people. You feel me? So we have to realize that our situations, nobody ever really fucks with our flaws. You feel me? It's, it, and and it's, not that, it's not that they don't fuck with our flaws. They don't fuck with the quality. There's qualities of ourselves that they just don't like. That's not a flaw. That's a quality in you. Every woman that I've ever spoken to... In regards to this, they would tell me, yeah, I was this, I was to that, and this person didn't like it, this person didn't appreciate it. Now, 
Now, let's keep it a buck. Sometimes the shit that you think is, is a quality ain't a quality. You feel me? It ain't a quality. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all because I love y'all to life and I got to keep it a buck with y'all. Some of the shit that y'all think is a quality ain't a quality. It really is a red flag. It really is a fucking red flag. I love hard. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You smother people. You smother people. That's a red flag. That's, that's a problem. Because in the quote-unquote love that you say you've given to this person, are they becoming a better version of themselves? Are you catalyzing betterment out of them? Are you internalizing that very loving heart that you do for them? Do you internalize that on yourself to bring betterment out of yourself? Hmm. Responsibility. Responsibility. And I'm addressing my sisters on this because those, you, you all have that more within you, that, that philosophy more. I love hard. I dislike. No, that's, that's not. That's not loving hard. That's tolerating a lot more. And like I said, what is it that you what is it that you're loving? What is it that you're loving in this person? You feel me? You know? So it's like sometimes just because you put positive words to a situation doesn't make it a quality. Just because you say I love hard, that's not just because you put the word love in a motherfucker does not mean that it is a good thing. Cuz love is typically associated with the positive spectrum. You feel what I'm saying? That doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing because you put positive words in the motherfucker. It could still very well be a red flag, you know? Because now you have to internalize, what the fuck is it? How, why the fuck do I do that? You know? You need to really truly address the qualities within yourself. This is the, this, like I said, we're going to move into it because I think I'm putting too much time on this part, but when... To understand the difference between what a flaw and a red flag is, I'm not even going to say flaw, a quality of yourself that you deem people don't like. But because of that, I'm going to call it flaw because I don't feel like repeating that shit every time I say it. So the difference between a flaw and a, and a red flag is, as I said, which one is going to lead to the betterment? Which one can potentially be changed for the betterment? You feel what I'm saying? If it's truly a flaw within yourself, somebody can catalyze that and get you to see the positive side of it all. If you can't change that shit, if you're not willing to change that shit, you will, that's a red flag. That's going to be a red flag. And vice versa. If you tell a motherfucker, yo, you're so talented or anything like that, and they shut down and they don't, they don't see whatever, whatever it is that they're bringing to you as a flaw and you can't show them how it can become a quality, how it is a quality, or they can't see how it is a quality, it's going to be a red flag. That's going to be a red flag. You feel what I'm saying? And one of the biggest things is when it's all said and done, motherfuckers utter the words, that's just how I am. Yo, that's just how I am, yo. That's just how I am. Yo, that's just how I am, yo. No, that's what you're comfortable being. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. Because if you know that these things about yourself are bad, if you know that these things about yourself produce no fruit in your motherfucking life, why the fuck do you continue to use them? You feel what I'm saying? Why do you continue to do them? Why do you continue to use these things in your life and just get comfortable with it? You feel what I'm saying? I got cussed out by this woman one time. Like She literally cussed me out because I was like, yo, I don't like this particular behavior. Well, that's just how I am. Are you going to take it or leave it? Or we gonna... Oh, well, I guess I got a decision to make, don't I? You feel me? Because now I had a choice to make. Do I tolerate this red flag? You feel me? Do I tolerate this red flag? If you really love this person, you would have... No. If I really love you, you're going to get better at life. 
When I really love you, you get better at life. And that's when you can start to determine who's really in a relationship to have their red flags tolerated and who's in a relationship to fucking be loved. I'm going to say that shit one more time. You can really start to determine who's in a relationship to have their red flags tolerated and who's in a relationship to really be loved. Because the motherfucker who's really in a a relationship to be loved, when they see these qualities within themselves and they can see the positive in them, they will shift their reality. If not, I'm going to stay in this like... I knew women. This is why y'all go to Miami and shit and y'all stop being friends when y'all come back. But anyway, I knew I knew a woman who was, I don't like this type of energy, but these are my friends. You feel me? These are my friends. Red flags. Birds of a feather flock together. Like, the fuck? Like, I had a woman. I had a woman who had a friend who her friend had her watching me. Like with a with a scope, like lurking through my social media and shit, finding shit from years ago about you know I know you're fucking this person. How you know I'm fucking this person? Well, I did a little. I I seen this, started sending me screenshots and shit, and it's like, so where are you like what are you getting this 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 position from? I said, cool. I'm not gonna deny that, you know. But I said, look at the time frames, and when did we start talking? And did you see when it stopped? Are you paying attention to that? I no longer do the the, the quote unquote flirty shit. I no longer say, I said, now, all of these timestamps and all of these screenshots that you sent me under your espionage and shit, do they overlap with the fact that when we started talking? Um, no. They, exactly. So I politely asked you to shut the fuck up. Now, where did you get this shit from? You know? And it's like, well, my homegirl said this and that. Oh, the same homegirl who's cheating on her man. You taking advice from a motherfucker who's cheating on her man. Like, what the fuck do you... Red flag for me. That was a red flag for me. Like... You're taking advice from motherfuckers who shouldn't be giving you advice. Not just from a relationship. You know, it's the, it's the motherfucker cheating on her man who's telling you, hey, girl, you need to watch him. You know, they're telling you to, to, to go lurk and do all of this shit, but they're not telling you to actually look the right way. Oh, you was liking this person. And look at the timestamps. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I always say if you lack the intelligence, your intuition is insecurity. And I'm not saying the woman was stupid or anything like that. I'm saying by lacking the intelligence, you lack, you lack all of the processed information that it takes to make a full deduction about something and then feel through it. That's what intuition is. My, intu- my intuition is always on point. No, your insecurity is. Because if you lack the knowledge behind the shit to make it to fuel the in- intuition, it's insecurity. So now while you're telling me, you're sending me all of these screenshots, none of these screenshots match from the time in which we started talking to where we currently were. But then when I point that shit out, it's just like, you still try to keep it, you still try to flip it on me. You know, I said, all right, so show me something recent. Show me something recent. Well, that's because I know you probably just not, you're not, nah, see, now you're trying to make, you're trying to make your red flag a reality right now. That's not a flaw. That's not a care. That's not a quality of yourself. You're trying to make that red flag a reality so you can justify it. So you don't acknowledge that. Yo, I'm a toxic person or yo, I have insecurity issues or yo, I have these things. No, it's you, not me. Again, back to what the fuck I said. Response of fucking ability. Something that a lot of people don't want to take. You supposed to tolerate my red flags and sue them. I'm not securing your insecurities. Fuck that. It's not my fault why you think what you think. It's not my fault you're trying to bring up old realities and old situations into a capacity that they do not fit in. Why should I be the one to secure that for you? 
No, that's your red flag. And that's a red flag you're not willing to change. You feel what I'm saying? And and that's when that's when it gets that's when it really gets uh, it gets it, it creates the divide. Because now just using this person and this is no shot of this person. She's not a bad person. She's not a bad person. I'm just using this scenario because it fits. You feel me? Matter of fact, we still cool. We still cool now. We really just realized, okay, it was what it was. But the situation at hand, it plays part. And even since that time, she's a totally different person now. You feel me? She's a totally different person now. And I don't even think she hangs with that person anymore. But in the moment of her dealing with that individual, it's like, you know, this person is actively cheating on her, man. And you know this shit. Now, would I be wrong if I say birds of a feather fly together and not give you the pass? Because it's like, eh, all your homegirls cheat. <laughs> you feel me? All your homegirls cheat. You know? So it's like, I, I, don't, I don't fuck with that double standard. I honestly don't fuck with that double standard. Like, I, I've seen women say shit, if all your homeboys clowns, then I can only expect you to be bozo. But yet, if I say, if all your homegirls is hoes, I, you not fucking off like they are? Same shit. Same shit, because birds of a feather fly together. I don't put that shit, like, there's no double standard for me. You know? When me and, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't expect women to think I was faithful that they knew my homies were cheating. I never expected them to think that of me. I would hope that they would know, mm, you, you, you're the different one in the group. Nah, I can't, I can't comfortably hang with them if I'm not doing the same shit they doing. You feel me? And now it's like, I know that was a, mm-hmm, I know that's right. But check this out though. Why am I hanging with them if I'm not comfortably doing, if, if I'm not comfortable doing the shit that they do, why am I hanging with them? <gasps> Responsibility. What's your accountability piece in that shit? You feel what I'm saying? What's your it, it doesn't matter if you're really not doing that shit. Why are you in that space to begin with? You feel me? It's accessory to the crime. It's accessory to the crime. If I'm not a killer, if I'm not a killer, why am I hanging with killers? Fuck. If I'm not a cheater, why am I hanging with dudes who cheat? If I'm not a cheater, why am I hanging with women who cheat? You feel what I'm saying? This is why we all got trust issues because we're so used to tolerating red flags. Tolerating overlooking red flags. But the trust issue is not really a trust issue. It's, it's not even a trust issue in a person. It's a trust issue in our decision making. Because we have not acknowledged that. I just tolerate the red flags in motherfuckers. I don't really be loving them. They don't really be loving me. We just be tolerating the red flags out of each other through a motherfucking trauma bond that we have created. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. 
Oh yeah, and don't forget, while I still got you, you can use promo code QUARANTINE to save over 90% off of the enrollment of the full price of the course. That is QUARANTINE, C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. You feel me? Do a whole motherfucking trauma bomb. And then everything is like, oh, this person, this, this was the only person that got me. This was the only person that truly loved me. This is the only person that truly, no, this is the only person that truly tolerated all your bullshit. And you tolerated all that bullshit. And y'all just lived a life of fucking bullshit. <laughs> I got to bring some humor into this shit, yo. We got to break this tension a little bit because this is the reality that we're dealing with. This is a lot of reality that we're dealing with and why relationships don't work. And it's the base off of the premise of this is just how I am. You overlook a lot. We overlook a lot of shit just to be, just to feel tolerated. We don't even know that that's what we're doing. Oh, you, you tolerate me. You tolerate me better than the environment in which I was once tolerated. You feel me? Yeah, I gave that a moment of silence. I gave that a moment of silence. When you're tolerated according to the, 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 the reality in which you're tolerated, then that's when you feel, we feel safe. Now, this is where it starts to get real fucked up because if you've never had, if you've never even been tolerated in any capacity, everything is something that you're trying to be tolerated for. I can't speak. I can't talk. I got to shut up. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to sit down. I can't do like nothing. Like that whole ideology children are seen and not heard. That sets the tone for I just want to be tolerated. When somebody wants to hear me talk, oh, that person really fucks with me. No, they really tolerate that aspect of you. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, I used to hear it in, in like, I'm learning it now in hindsight what it was. Like, I, I'm hearing how when I used to go to school and shit, when I get real excited, they're like, yeah, you talk too much. Right? People still say it now. And I knew that, fuck it. I just, like, people tell me that shit. Yo, you talk too much. That's why the fuck I created a podcast. Because I talk a lot. You feel me? That's why I created things in which I can talk. You feel me? I write rhymes. I do shit like that. So I'm like, I like to talk. I don't, like, you feel me? But in growing up, I didn't talk as much. You feel me? Because you can start to see, you know, when someone's tolerance runs out for the thing that you do. You feel what I'm saying? Now it's to the point where, you know, people are like, that, wow, that was never a flaw. That, that was a quality. Now, let's say I didn't embrace that shit. I just stayed the fuck quiet. You feel me? I just stayed the fuck quiet. A lot of the shit that I was supposed to do within this life, I would never have done. Because it all involved me speaking. Because as I understood deeper aspects of myself, oh shit, I got a gift of speech. You feel me? Some call it the gift of gab or whatever. I call it the divine or oration. The ability to speak and deliver a message the right way. How are you going to deliver a message if you, ain't, if you ain't talking? You feel what I'm saying? So this, the, the point that I'm making with that is that a lot of us, when, when we step out into the world and then we get those things, it's like, yo, you too, because we never had chances to experience it when we're tolerated. Because once that tolerance runs out within that person, within the people that we think we love or we think love us, but everybody has their own understanding of what love is. Love in our, in our culture... And, you know, it's really tolerance. It's extreme tolerance. How well you can tolerate me. How many motherfuckers have really say they, they've been loved? We've all been tolerated to an extent. And the, 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 the tolerance runs out 
the moment the tolerance, you can tell the tolerance has ran out, it's, tolerance and the patience run hand in hand. You know, you, 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 you're, you're wearing my patience out. No, I'm not wearing your patience out. You're no longer tolerating me. You feel me? You're no longer tolerating me. So many people don't have tolerance. And when kids are raised in homes where they don't have tolerance, when, when, when they're just tolerated as beings, you feel me? Sit down, shut up. Uh, wake up in the morning. Uh, first, thing in the, first thing in the morning, like kids, first thing they do, their minds are running. You know how you, know, you, know how you can tell their minds are running? Because your mind is running first thing in the motherfucking morning. You probably just had a dream you want to get out. You, you want to discuss that shit. You want to see, figure it out and everything. What do you think a fucking child is? And their imagination is on 10. It's 10 times significant. It's 10 times greater than an adult. And they can't express anything. First thing they do in the morning, watch t- put, put them in front of the TV and give them some cereal. Let me have my coffee. Let me, let, let me wake up. Let me do this. Let me do that shit. Like, we're, we're, we're going down a different, a, a wrong path in which we tolerate our children. You know, when the tolerance fully runs out, you beat them. You beat them with punishment or yell at them. You feel what I'm saying? People can feel that shit, and we never lose that as we get older. We never lose that as we get older. And so now we understand our relationships, what, can, what is deemed as love, it's something that has to be tolerated. You feel me? So now, let's use this example. When, when, when women are in abusive relationships, and you're like, yo, why doesn't she just leave? Because she understands that, oh, the only reason why he hit me is because the tolerance ran out. They would literally tell you shit like that. Oh, no, nah, I shouldn't have made him mad. I shouldn't have did this. Where did they get that shit from? Where did they get the shit from that when my tolerance runs out with you, I'm going to hit you? No man should ever put his hand on a... Well, by that logic, we have to then start to say no, no adult should put their hand on a child, you fucking bully. You're going to hit a defenseless child. Your tolerance can run out for a motherfucking kid, for a motherfucking baby, just like that. But let a motherfucker come and slap you in your face. I'm going to turn the other cheek. Fucking peon. That shit fucking annoys me because we wonder why we are the way we are as people. We wonder why we are this way. Because we are now internalizing things that are flaws and every like because of the tolerance of the people that you know we're around. You feel what I'm saying? And now as we get older, it's like we connect with people through our red flags. Fuck you think sets the tone to even have a trauma bond. Our red flags are the same color. Let's wave them together. Now we're going to tolerate each other. You feel me? I'm going to talk like I've seen situations where case in point. I've seen situations where women would say, you know, he didn't do all of that shit for me. But he's going to do that for this new this new chick. She got him doing all the stuff. And you think it's that. Because you nagged them about it, that you planted the seed, and then the next woman just brought it out of them. No, no, no. Your tolerance levels are different. Her tolerance level is way different than yours. She don't look past that shit. And men, we're going to do the shit. Look, our tolerance is simple, collectively. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, you going to withhold that if I don't make this change? Oh, shit. Okay, I'll do it. You feel what I'm saying? But... Again, it now ties back into, did that person, did the next person see what you tolerated as red flags? Did they see them as red flags or did they see them as flaws to correct? Oh, you going to get better. Like, you going to change this shit around. The fuck you mean? 
I've seen women talk about dudes they were with for like five, six, seven years. Oh, he didn't want to work. He didn't want to. He didn't even get a car. He didn't do this shit. And the motherfucker would go to a whole new person. And within a month's time, he got his own crib, a new job and all that shit. She'd be like, but he wouldn't do that with me because you tolerated. You set a level of tolerance that didn't require him to do that. This new person said, no, you need to correct this behavior. Different types of love. Different types of love. You feel what I'm saying? My brother, same shit. Like, this is one of the things, like, we get into situations because, you know, we fall, we fall victim to the, you know, women were hurt. Women, everybody's been hurt. I get it. Women have been hurt, too. And I'm not absolving any of that shit, right? But you're not supposed to tolerate the shit that you tolerate because she's in pain. You feel what I'm saying? Because she's in pain. You didn't inflict the shit. You didn't inflict the shit. So you don't have to tolerate. So it's like, well, I'm going to be patient with you. Like, I've, I've learned, I've learned if you're not close to the healing, you're, if you, I got a healing standard. I have a healed standard that I have for women that I inter and involve myself with. And if you're not, I'm not going to tell you what that standard is. I'm not going to say this is which, because I don't want you to feel like you have to stress yourself and work out, work out to reach that or supersede that. But if I see that the love that I'm giving you is not pushing you to that and you just want to keep running away from it and keep, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to leave you alone. I don't love through tolerance. I'm not, I'm not extending tolerance for red flags. Mm -mm. Well, you know, I was hurt and I fixed that shit. That ain't got shit to do with me. I didn't break you. I didn't break you. Now, I know this seems like I'm going to be contradicting the uh, previous podcast I had about, yo, you're going to have to be with the women. As I said, you're going to be the catalyst. If, in me, if my presence in your life and the actions in which that I'm doing is not catalyzing you to, to, to turn those flaws into qualities, the things that you see as flaws, to make them of quality things that make you better. The fuck? The fuck? Yeah, it, it sounded different when I was giving it the first time. Like, yeah, you know, we got to heal our women, brothers. We do. We got to be the catalyst because we damage a lot of women along our way. So, yeah, we may not damage the next woman that we're coming into, but we still have to be a catalyst for her healing. However, she has to turn those red flags or flaws into qualities. She has to do that shit. And you have to be the catalyst. If she's just going to sit there and say, I'm not ready for this. I don't think I can do this. Bye. 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 And you have to, you have to stop tolerating that shit. As, as men, we got to stop tolerating that shit out of guilt trips. You feel me? Out of guilt trips. When I, when I made that podcast, I wasn't trying to say be guilty and go through the bullshit and just wait. through. No, no, no. There's a time to walk away. There's a definite time to walk away. You know? And it's fine to walk away. When you see, I don't have to tolerate this shit. When you realize that everything you're doing is tolerating this person. Everything you're doing is just tolerating this person. And when you bring something to them, they're like, Eeyore. Well, I know what you're saying, but I just like, no, fuck that. I'm not, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That right there, this right here is why I charge people with the chat with scene session. Because a lot of motherfuckers just want to come to me and complain. That's not what I'm doing. The people there's I had now, granted, I have people that I've booked sessions with that's like, yo, you you're making me get on my shit. You damn right. Cause I'm not tolerating you and shit. Like, I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna give you this shit that's gonna spark the betterment. I'm not about to tolerate it and just make you, oh well, you know, it's okay. You know what Sinclair saying on Living Single? Woo, 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 woo. That's not saying, that's not me. That's not me. You feel me? I'm going, I'm gonna say, okay, look, this is here. This is what it is. This is a problem. Now, what are you going to do about it? Oh, well, I just I just want to take time to, to get. No, fuck that. Don't don't waste my time. As I always say, you'll waste your money before you waste my time. Fuck that.
you'll waste your money before you waste your time. Because if I'm telling you, okay, look, start, these are red flags. These are red flags. These are flaws. Make them qualities. Uh, I'm just going to, and you wonder why your life stays the fucking same because you don't want to take responsibility for the shit. You feel me? It's just how I am. This is, this situation happened. Like I've faced a lot of situations just the same as everybody else. You feel me? The issue, the difference is that you feel me? I'm not saying that I'm, you know, any greater, or any less than anybody. Cause I face, we all face these things. The difference that separates me from a lot of people is that I don't tolerate the shit. I, I, I really see the shit as, oh, this can become a quality. If it's not a quality, I got to figure out how to make it a quality. Otherwise, I know that it's going to stay a red flag. I can continue to be on some shit like, my dad left me. I never knew my nigga. I, I, I never knew him. You feel me? I never knew him. He left when I was four months old. I met him for the first time when I was 11. And then he never came back again after that. You feel me? I can continue walking through life. You know, my dad, he did this shit to me. He did this shit to me and I can't, I can't let it go. That's red flags. That's turning that bullshit into a red flag. You feel me? Oh, this woman, she broke my heart, got pregnant by another dude. You know, she cheated on me and shit like that. I can hold on to that, but that becomes a red flag. You feel me? It's like, damn, what can you do to make this situation better? What can you do to become better at a situation? Heal. Then I healed and shit changed. You feel me? That's why I don't have that sympathy for motherfuckers who want to be, who want to stay in that shit. I get it. If you come to me and you got the pain and shit like that, that's cool. Do that. But don't stay there because that's become, oh, that's, that's just how I am. No, that's what you become comfortable being. That's, you, you created a comfort zone out of that. You created a very comfortable level in being, in, 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 in seeking tolerance. Oh, this person, they don't really, I don't really like this person. Like you want to be around people who tolerate you, not people who truly love you. And then you wonder why you get wrapped up in a situation where your life produces no fruit. Because all of your friendships, all of your relationships, everything that you keep building is based off of a trauma bond created through red flags that you just want people to tolerate. Not people to see and say, hey, yo, we got to unpack this shit, yo. Take these bags, put these bags down, unpack this shit. You know? Bag lady, you feel me? Bag dudes, you feel what I'm saying? If you bring in baggage to a motherfucker, you need to, hey, throw that shit away. That shit ain't got no, you know. No, I can't. This is, this is, I've had this bag for 12 years. All right, well, either you unpack that shit or we ain't moving forward. You need to tell yourself that shit too. Either unpack this shit or we ain't moving forward. You feel what I'm saying? We got to get out of this, this, this tolerance shit because that's what it, that's what it comes down to. You feel me? This is just how I am. You know, you got to accept me flaws and all. That's not accepting you flaws and all. That's not accepting you flaws and all. That's tolerating you more. That's tolerating you beyond what you've always been tolerated. You feel what I'm saying? That's tolerating you beyond what you've been tolerated. You know, and because of that, that makes us, that makes our relationships, that makes our reality so, so damaging because we always talk about, oh, this person was toxic. You were toxic too. You were toxic too. And you guys bonded to toxic red flags. And then you want to get mad at everything else and everybody else for that. You feel me? No, responsibility. The shit that happened to you in your life. I'm not, I'm not, every, we've all gone through shit. You feel me? Hell, I just gave, like, the shit that happened to us in life, it's, it may not have been our fault, but it's our responsibility to change it. When I was 17 months old, I just figured this shit out like four or five years ago. When I was 17 months old, I got ran over by a car. I mean, I knew that shit for a long time. 
But I didn't know I had an innate fear of cars, a deep seat, a deep rooted fear of cars. And I never paid attention to it. Like whenever I would cross the street, I would I look left and right until I'm across the motherfucking street. They say, you know, you look left, you look right, you look, and then you walk. No, I'm looking the whole motherfucking time. I was paranoid. It was like, I had somebody um, ask me, why do you look so much? There's no cars coming. I didn't know this shit. You feel me? I never put the shit together. You feel what I'm saying? But then I paid attention. I was like, yo, I did get ran over by a car when I was 17 months old. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't never had time to go through that shit and process that. So that's something that, you know, it's something that carried on into my adulthood. You feel me? And it wasn't until I started working with cars all the time. Like, you feel me? Even when I'm driving, when I'm driving, like, I, I don't know why. Well, I know, again, I know why now because I had to unpack this shit. But anytime I'm driving, in my mind, I have to constantly tell myself, yo, you're going to be okay. You're not going to get into an accident. I always feel like the moment I get behind the wheel, I'm going direct. I always feel like that. I'm like, yo, what if this person just side-eyed? Like, I can look at a car and I, I, this comes from that deep-seated thing. When I was 17 months old, you feel me? Like I said, I just observed this about four or five years, not even four or five years ago. Because it, Well, yeah, it was four or five. Well, four. You feel me? Because it's when I started working in Valley, I was around cars all the time. And I was like, you know, I would be walking in parking garages and shit. And then when somebody just like, you know, you can't go but so fast in a garage. But then as soon as somebody passes by me, I, I, I move all the way over. Like it's a whole lane for this person to move and I'm, I'm safe, I'm cool, but I move all the way over. It was an innate fear within me. I didn't know what it was until I unpacked it and I said, oh shit. There's things in life that you did that weren't your fault. They're still your responsibility to fix. You feel what I'm saying? Saying how I am and just being tolerable of your red flags is not good. Now granted, was that really a red flag? That, you know, me, you know, being afraid of, of cars. I don't know. You know, it very well could have been. Well, I would say it is. It, it was because until I actually processed it, like I had never been in a wreck before. But then it got real heavy when I was in, um, when I was in uh, Philly. Because um, like I said, I was around cars all the time. So it, when I wasn't around cars, I guess I didn't really think about it. But I'm around cars all the time. I'm parking cars and everything like that, you know. And I got in two wrecks within a year. I had been driving since I was 15 years old and I got into two wrecks in one year in like 2017, I think. Yep, 2017, I got into two wrecks in one year. You feel me? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I'm not gonna say I manifested that, but my thoughts stayed on it. And the wrecks happened the exact way that I thought they were gonna happen. The exact way, both of them. I, the first one is, I was like, yo, man, somebody's gonna stop short and I'm gonna rear them. I know it. Somebody's gonna stop short. And I just kept saying it. Goofy motherfucker stopped short and I rear ended him. Fucked my whole bumper up. Right? Then another one, I said, you know what? I'm gonna get rear ended, yo. Like, and they're gonna, they gonna hit me hard. I'm gonna get rear ended. And I'm coming off the, uh, the ramp. It's like four cars in front of us. We all stopped waiting to get in. This motherfucker smacked the fuck out of me. You feel me? And then this fucked up my shoulder. And this is when I think it's crazy because this is when I started to understand it more because it, re it, it reopened that trauma wound. That's when I learned about spiritual trauma wounds and shit too and things that embedded to you. So when I got hit by a car the first time, it fucked up my shoulder when I was 17 months old. Like I have a scar on my shoulder and I never knew where it came from. Never knew where it came from. Then as I'm hearing the story about what happened and shit, the car, the axle and shit and all of that, it left a scar on my shoulder. 
you know. And that shit got reactivated when I um when I got in that wreck. And it's like I got Ricky Ricky done and everything. Like, yo, did something ever happen to you when you was like, like several people have told me, like, yo, did did something happen to you as a kid that fucked up your shoulder? Like real bad? I don't know. And then it kind of started putting the pieces together. But that's not here or there. The purpose that I'm making with that is that because I didn't make peace with that shit at first, and I just try to, oh, just accept it. It's just these are your thoughts. No, I had to deal with those. I had to deal with that. And and stop fearing the accident. Stop fearing getting into um, you know, being attacked, like being hurt by cars. You feel me? You gotta do that shit with everything. The shit that hurts you in your life, the shit that 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 causes you to have these red flags, the shit that makes you desire to be tolerable and shit, you gotta fix that. It's your responsibility to fix that. It may not be, it may not be your fault why that shit happened to you. It's not. It may not be your fault. You feel me? The first time. But when you start hopping back into them situations after you know that, okay, I don't like this shit. This is not a, this is red flags for me. And you keep hopping in those situations that allow the red flags to stay, that is your fault. That is your fault. You feel what I'm saying? We, we want to be tolerated as opposed to love. Because we don't really know what love is. Because our perception of love is tolerance. That's the biggest fucking mind fuck right there. People have told us all of our lives that they loved us and it's only been tolerating us. It's only, we're only loved to an extent that we're tolerable. You feel me? That's why I'm like, a lot of people don't know who they are to this day because they were never allowed to explore that because their true capacity probably wasn't tolerated in a full, in a full dynamic around people. You feel what I'm saying? People will, people will, you, people will say and do certain things to you that would enhance the, the fear of being tolerable. So when you find that one person who decides like, narcissists, this is how they work. We think narcissists are manipulators and shit like that. No, no, they are manipulators. But here's how they play the game. And here's how they're able to play it so well. See, a narcissist comes into the game and it sees, it, it extends a certain tolerance for the red flags that you have. It extends a tolerance that you never had before. See why it's important that it may not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. Because narcissists, narcissists are willing to tolerate that shit. They're willing to tolerate that shit in order to control. Why? Because you never had the tolerance exceeded beyond that. You feel me? And then it fucks you up. It fucks you up bad. You know what I mean? So I ask that you, you have to, I ask you that you, you really consider that and look into it. Are you, are you really, when you say this is just how I am, do you really see this as a flaw? Or do you see it as, or have you acknowledged that it's a red flag? And you'll know because are you willing to change this shit about yourself? Chances are, if you've uttered the words, if you're, if you're one of those people who say this is just how I am, or you got to take me flaws and all, or if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best, you don't want to change your red flags. Because you think your red flags are character traits. You think the red flags that you have are pieces of you. They're not. If there were flaws, they could become qualities. Red flags can't become qualities. And they can't become qualities because you won't make them a quality. You won't uh, do the due diligence to get this shit done. But why? Why are you stuck in this? Because your perception of love, because a lot of our perceptions of love are just tolerance. It's not love. Because it's not making us better. It's making us tolerable. What can I do to be appreciated, to be tolerable, to be to be really focused and to have people, you know, deal with me? You know how many parents end up cutting their children off when the kid when the kids go to college and start living their life? 
Why do you think they do that? You know, why do you think they do that? Because if your children, if like as a, as a parent, the, the, the parents in that, that a lot of us have grown up under, it's how well I can tolerate you and, and, and you know, within the realms of what I need you to do. How many of us were really individuals? How many of us really had that capacity to be individuals? You know, how many of us have heard the words, as long as you're doing what you're doing, I'll support you. And then you start doing, they say, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, I'll support you. Now, what you're supposed to be doing is supposed to lead you to betterment, no matter what that path may be. But if you're not doing what your parent told you to do, or you're not doing what that person told you to do, they cut you off. Why? Because tolerance is extended. It's, it's exceeded. It's no longer there. You feel what I'm saying? It's no longer there. The tolerance ran out. So now you find that you find in relationships and you're finding people that, damn, I have to figure out, I define love by who tolerates me. I define love by who tolerates me. And then you meet with another motherfucker who defines love by who tolerates them. And then you see what it is that needs to be tolerated. And then you guys start tolerating. And then you, you know, create that trauma bond. Because again, my red flag is the same color as your red flag. Let's wave them together. You feel me? And then you build that up. Because we don't, and then from there, it's like, I knew I shouldn't have been fucking with you. I knew I should have been in it. All the shit that I put up with, that is a common phrase every time the relationship was over. All the shit that I put up with you, damn, you tolerated them. Why did you tolerate them? Because your perception of love is based off of tolerance, how tolerable you are. And that is the red flag. You don't have flaws. You can't be a flawed being. So a person can't accept your flaws and all. What we say, what we're actually screaming when we utter those words, accept me flaws and all, is no. Tolerate my red flags. Tolerate my red flags the way my familial structure tolerates my red flags, if they even do. And then what happens with that? What happens with that? Do they really tolerate your red flags? You know? Because then, like, when you get out into the real world and you find those people who tolerate those red flags and shit, then it's like, oh, wow, now I can, I, can, I can really be comfortable. I get to be myself. No, you get to let your red flag show. That's not good. That's not good at all. Because what is that going to lead you to? How is that person going to like? People will be thinking, like family, families, a lot of times they be thinking, oh, this person changed you. This person changed you for the, for the worse and you got, no. Our, our red flags just left, left the comfortability there and this is what it brought out. You feel me? This is what it brought out. I learned the differentiation between these two points because when I looked at the when I looked at the the, the relationship that I was in, you know, I never like I always saw flaws as things that could be correctable. You feel me? And this is when I'm understanding the difference between the red flags because it's like that person has to want to change them. And they will. You feel me? I always say this. The expectation will be met anytime it's set. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You feel me? I don't give a fuck. If there's no expectation set, it doesn't have to be met. And people will rather go towards what's tolerable. You know? Like this whole new age thing. I ain't gonna say it's new age. But this whole thing of, you know, oh, women um, embrace your sexuality. No, the free spirited shit. I'm gonna use that. The free spirited shit that women are dealing with. It's like, oh, I'm free spirit, and you're just out here fucking frivolously. You want to be tolerated for doing man shit. You want to be tolerated for doing the the shit that women now want to be tolerated. 
what they're calling embracing their sexuality and shit like that. A lot of y'all, it's not all, but a lot of y'all, when y'all say y'all are trying to embrace your sexuality and embrace the femininity and all of that shit, what you're doing is you want to be tolerated for doing the shit that men got away with doing. The very shit that men got away with doing that gave you the red flag in the first place. Ah, that's a mind fuck, right? That's a mind fuck. That's why I'm like, when you're trying to be a free spirit, it's not just about doing reckless behavior. That shit's not good for us to just be out here fucking frivolously. That's not cool. But that's what, quote unquote, we want to define as, you know, um, uh, free spirited. Oh, she's embracing her sexuality. No, she's not. That's not embracing her sexuality. Because if you truly embrace your sexuality, you will understand what sexual energy and you will realize everybody can't have it. Just be out. You, you just out here getting fucked the same way we was out here just fucking shit. You feel me? Responsibility and accountability. I love y'all to life. Y'all my sister, so I'm going to give y'all the game for real, for real. This is not a, a, a condemnation because of this is what you want to do. But you need to understand at this point now, it's not you're not embracing shit, but you're accepting red flags. You're accepting red flags and you want your red flags to be so- seen tolerable. Excessive fucking is not a good thing. Fucking just randomly is not a good thing, man or woman. So when you're under the guise that you're embracing sexuality by doing the shit that is problematic within men, you just want to be tolerated for a red flag. You're not embracing shit. You're tolerating a red flag. And then you're getting manipulated by the women who... Oh, we're spiritual. We're this, we're that. These spiritual women that are telling you just be out here fucking and, you know, gyrating and doing all that shit, that's cool. And tap into that shit. But pay attention to them because they're fucking one man. They're telling you to embrace your spirituality. They're telling you to embrace your sexuality and your femininity and all that shit, but they fucking one dude. And they're not giving you the backside of the game. You feel me? Stop falling victim to that shit. Because what you're doing is, I want to be tolerated. I, I like my sexual energy is real, you know, it's, it's, it's a real thing. Your sexual energy is real. I'm not denying that. I'm not saying that you're not going to get horny. I'm not saying that you're going to get this. But 75% of the time you're not horny, you're creative and you don't have a hobby or a skill to expend the fucking energy. Are they telling you that part about it? Sisters, embrace your sexuality. Embrace, yes, embrace your sexuality as sexual energy is creative energy. You don't need to be getting piped down every time you feel creative. Because, oh, I'm horny. You're not horny. You're creative right now. Go create something. The reason why you, don't, you, you have not been able to, to, to make the connection between sexuality and creative energy is because you have rarely been creative. Because now we're going to take it back to the tolerable shit. You feel me? You know what it is to, 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 you know what it feels like to put a quality piece of creation together and somebody just say, oh, that's nice. And they don't feel about it the way you feel about it? That shuts you down. You feel me? That's not going to get rewarded. So you start to calibrate yourself to do the things that gives this this credence to make you feel good about the tolerate being tolerated. You dig what I'm saying? To feel good about being tolerated. And we feed off of that. That's why social media is able to do what it does off of the likes and shit. Oh, these people tolerate me. This is why we get so triggered when motherfucking trolls come up, when people disagree with our shit. You feel me? This is all coming back full circle because we, we, oh, you didn't tolerate that thought? You didn't tolerate that within me? Well, fuck you then, blocked it. <laughs> you ain't coming over here with that negative energy. That ain't negative energy. It's opposing energy. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's negative. It doesn't necessarily mean that that person is toxic. It means that what you just expressed, they didn't tolerate. And that's fine. That's fine. But when you internalize that as love, 
When you internalize that, it's a good thing. When you internalize that is what you're seeking in this world. When somebody goes against that, you, oh, you just a hater. You just this, you just that. Nah, that's because, you know, you're used to being tolerated for red flags. You feel me? And then the red flag, the things that, that, that are red flags are the things that we try to magnify and we try to make peace with, as opposed to the actual qualities within ourselves that we don't even try to work on. You know? You feel me? My brothers, it's like, fucking is cool, but that's not all that we do. That's not all that we can do. Like, we can tap into a deeper aspect to be a lot more creative. You feel me? You feel me? Like, I joke about how all of my brands and all of the things that I do are just orgasms. But that's the reality of it all. You feel what I'm saying? This is all creative energy. This is all sexual energy. Motherfuckers be like, well, you're... How did you manage to be celibate? Because I understood what the fuck sexual energy was. It's creative energy. And half the time I was horny, I wasn't horny. I was feeling real creative, but I was taught that the only thing that I was supposed to be doing when I felt horny was fucking, being in some vagina or some kind of, or, or in some way, shape or form, or masturbating if I need to. But now nah, when I really said, yo, I can create something. I can create something. And I started creating a lot of shit. And then it's like, oh, this, it gives me the same same satisfaction, if not more. Because now I'm also, in addition to that, I'm not depleted from the release of the energy. You feel what I'm saying? But that's kind of segueing into another another topic, and I want to stick to this. You know, I want us to understand that. You feel me? Reevaluate your life. Like a lot of us have built marriages, had kids, have all of the shit, all for the sole fact that somebody tolerated us. And we thought it was love. You know, they try to teach you in relationships. There's certain things that a woman's supposed to do. There's certain things that a man's supposed to do. Only thing you're supposed to do in a relationship is be yourself. That's it. You be you, I be me, and we're able to come together and function successfully. And these are things that that are easily done and and you know, wasted time is 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 wasted time is avoidable when you're able to look at it like that. Say, I'm going to be my 100% authentic self and you be your 100% authentic self. Don't be the self that you think appeals to me. You feel me? Don't be the self that you feel appeals to me. This is why I'm like, yo, I've had conversations with my homegirls and they be like, why can't you get past the talking phase with women? I said, because they don't want to be themselves. They want to be what they think I'm going to tolerate. And it's deeper than that. I need you to be yourself because I'm not tolerating you. Like, I don't, I don't have a desire to tolerate a woman. You feel me? I have a desire to be with a woman. I don't have a, like, and being is me being myself with your ass. I'm not tolerating you. You feel me? And a lot of women, a lot of men too, our relationships are established like this. Like, yo, what can I do that's tolerable enough for you to still fuck with me and not leave me alone? I've made peace with all of the shit that I once thought was flaws. These are all qualities, and I manifested them accordingly to use them. You feel me? You feel what I'm saying? I don't desire to be tolerated. Like, I don't desire to be tolerated. So I don't, I don't come into the relationship. I desire to be loved. I come into the relationship to be loved. And by loved, I mean the power that is the betterment through correction. If you see me fucking up, tell me. Because I'm going to tell myself when I'm off my shit. You feel me? Motherfuckers love to say, oh, yeah, you're hard on yourself. No, I love myself. 
I love myself and I'm willing to correct the shit that, that brings me damage, that brings me harm, that is no good for me. I'm not going to tolerate that shit. If I'm, not in a, if I'm not in a progressive state, if I'm not in a state that I actually want to be in, I'm not just going to tolerate, well, maybe, maybe it's just, no, I'm going to work towards getting to that point. You feel me? That's what it's like. So it's like, I, I don't get out of the, t- I, I mean, also to the, the COVID and shit, but it, 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 it stops because it's like a lot of women are in those positions. A lot of women are in those positions. How, and, and men too. We collectively are in this position where how tolerable can I be to this person? And don't let you think that the person is so grandiose and all of this shit, because then you really going to be like, I don't really want to show myself. I don't really want to show myself because you ha- you see the good, you see the qualities when yourself is flaws, as opposed to things that, you know, are enhancers. You feel me? That's what this life is about. That's what this shit is about. It's not about just saying, that's how I am. You feel me? No, that's how you're comfortable. That's not how you are. That's how you choose to be comfortable. Comfort gets nobody anywhere. Comfort gets nobody anywhere. So when it comes to this red flag shit, you feel me? This red flags and flaws shit. What are you really saying when you say set me flaws and all? Nah, just, just tolerate my red flags. Tolerate the red flags that nobody else would tolerate. Tolerate the red flags that everybody told me were, were just no good. And tolerate these red flags within myself. And tolerate the red flags that I have to tolerate myself, that I myself have to internalize and say, you know what? I'm tolerable. I'm just going to be tolerable. You feel me? Think about that. Like how much, how much of life do you miss out on just because you choose to be tolerable? You feel me? You think you're being loved when you're being tolerated the whole fucking time. Feel me? And then a lot of people say, you know, well, I got my kids. I love my kids. And then you love your kids until they're intolerable. Now, we don't want to talk about that shit. We don't want to talk about that shit. The familial structure starts to get fucked up because it's like, oh, I can no longer tolerate my babies. Some, of, some, some people don't tolerate their babies from the jump. You know, babies are tolerable from the, for, for the first year and a half. After that, it starts to start. It starts to get tense. You feel what I'm saying? First, it's, you know. Oh, talk and walk. Come on, say this for me. Say this for me. You don't even think about how you're going to tolerate them. Then after they learn to talk and walk, you sit down, shut up. You talk too much. Stop asking me so many questions. You start to see this shit happening. You lose the patience for your babies because you're, the, the tolerance is running out. Why? Because you're now experiencing the very thing that was given to you. Oh, I see why, you know, this, that, and the third. It's like, nah, nah, you don't love your kids. We don't, our, our, the structure is not designed to love babies, to tolerate them. You tolerate them enough to send them to school. After they can make it to school, they're in school for eight hours a day. Now, look, peep this shit, right? You wonder why the shit gets crazy and the relationships be fucked up. Peep this shit. You're in school eight hours a day, right? Your parents were eight, 16 sometimes, um, you know, 16, 12 hours a day and shit, right? You feel me? You sleep eight, right? Think about this. We really only have a daily interaction with our family for about four hours a day, Right? Monday through Friday. And then we have the weekend, of course. But then the weekend, what are we doing? We're out playing with our friends and everything like that, right? The tolerance window in a day, for t- typically for a parent and adult, logically, is about four hours. You feel me? You really, you really think you can love your children off of four hours a day? Really, think about that. Now, this is for 12 years straight, because they go to kindergarten. Boom, go straight through for 12 years. The weekends are the only time that you're really there. And then Sundays, let's say you go to church on Sundays, right? Let's use church in there, too. Now, 
every aspect in which you have to be around your kids is about being tolerable. You feel me? Now you go to church, you got the Bible studies, you got the prayer calls, you got all these things during the week. In a week's time, right? In a day's time, you probably spend about three to four hours a day tolerating your kids. You feel me? Because then they got to do their homework, they got to take their baths, they got to do all these things. Like, really? Think about that. Really, really start to think about that. That is the, those are the things that have been affected with like how in the time that we share. And then it's like we and then it's, as kids, they want that time so much. Kids want that time so much that it's like this is the only time that I'm going to be able to get. So I'm going to be tolerable. Whatever they need me to do, whatever they tell me, I'm going to be tolerable. You know, But then you got those rebellious kids. They're like, oh, fuck that. You ain't got to tolerate me because I already see what it is. By the teenage years, that's what it is. And then by teenage years, it's like, why are we so distant? Why can't we connect? You tolerated me the whole time. And now who I really am is showing. We say the teenage years are bad. We got, they got terrible twos and then you got teenage years. Those are the two moments when you can't tolerate your kids the most. Because that's when their independence asserts. That's when that rebellion kicks in because they're like, you don't have to tolerate me, motherfucker. This is who I am. Those are the two glimpses in which you see who they are. How do you respond to that? How were you responded to in those moments? When you were coming into yourself as a teenager, what was the situation where you tolerated and the things that you were supposed to be doing? Like within our culture, I know so many kids that once they turned 13 or 14, they were left in the blood of Jesus. Their parents could no longer tolerate the shit that they were doing because they could not teach them. They could not correct them. They could not love them. You dig what I'm saying? And we wonder why people just say, that's just the way that I am. Because they know that what extent of my red flags can be tolerated and who can tolerate them. And then we fall for that and we think we're loving them. And then we don't, we, we don't, we don't decide to, to correct the behavior. You feel what I'm saying? Because we're with people who don't want the, the behavior corrected because, yo, this is what got me love. This is what got me love. This is what got me sympathized for. This is what motherfuckers really fuck with me for. Because the red flag that I had, the red flag that was there, it was tolerated. It was fully tolerated. It was wholly tolerated. And all this time, I thought tolerance was love. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there because I think it's um, getting a little too deep. It's getting a little too heavy. I think we're done there. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that because like that shit, it, it, it annoys me, man. It really annoyed me. Like every time I turn around, you know, I don't hear this, you know, from my brothers and shit on a regular basis. Like, but it's like my sisters and shit. Now, if you, you one of those in my intimate circle, you know how I talk. You know how I vibe. You know how, you know how we get down. And it's always about, yo, you can't be the victim in this shit. I don't, I can't, I, women in my space, I don't let them play that victim shit. I don't let them play that victim shit. And this is why I don't let them play that victim shit. Because it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you were hurt, but you're not going to internalize that shit as a red flag. You're gonna turn. You're gonna change the situation. You're not just gonna be a tolerable thing. You feel what I'm saying? That's why. This is why when we look at the quote unquote baddies and shit. Oh, she a bad bitch. She's like, there's not much. 
just to have a trophy wife or a woman on it, like I'm I'm not mad at the shit. When women, you know, you know, they all they want to do is promote ass and titties and shit like that. I'm not mad at that because that's what we tolerate. They think that's love. I will tolerate a woman because she bad. I will tolerate her nasty attitude. I would tolerate her disrespect. I would tolerate that because I'm fucking her. I got a bad bitch, bro. I got a bad bitch. You feel me? Same shit, same shit. Off the other side of that, women will stay in relationships because the motherfucker got money. Same shit. I will tolerate his dumb shit, his bullshit, solely because he can, quote unquote, provide for me. He got money. He can do, like, no, no, no. That's stupid. That's stupid. That, but that's based off of the fact that our relationships aren't based off love. They're based off tolerance. And we're tolerating red flags within a motherfucker. You feel me? Like I said, I've dealt, I've dealt with bad bitches a lot. And that's how I, I don't be trying to be funny when I say there ain't, ain't no substance in them. It ain't no substance in them. You're just willing to tolerate that red flag because it's like, so all of these dudes are talking about the girls that they wanted in school that, you know, oh, she got played out by this and now she left with all these babies and shit like that. It was tolerance. She wanted to be tolerated by like, you know, the dude that that was supposed to be the coolest guy. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm just so happy that I'm in tune with the shit that I'm in tune with because I got to see a lot of sides of, of the bad bitches. A lot of them were broken. Most of them are broken. That's what makes them bad. Because now they're trying to, they're compensating physically to be tolerated. You feel me? They're compensating physically to be tolerated. So it's like they make sure I'm always on point. I'm always looking good. I'm always feeling this. You never like, but they're never feeling good. They're never being good. You try to bring some shit to them. It's like, no, I'm going to stay in this realm. I've, I've, I've involved myself with women who, all right, let's elevate. Oh, no, I, I don't. Mm-mm. I still bring this shit up to this day. I knew a woman. She's sitting on a billion dollar idea. A billion dollar entrepreneur idea. And she still has not brought it into reality yet. It's been, what, three years since we talked about it? Some shit like that. Two to three years. And she still has not brought it into reality. Why? Why? See, in that relationship with me, it was, she didn't expect to get what she was going to get out of me. You feel what I'm saying? She didn't expect to get that shit. And it pushed her. I seen, I said, there are no red flags. Well, no, there was red flags. I said, there are no flaws. These are qualities that you just, you need to capitalize on. So many of my homies and shit, they bring me a situation. They be like, well, what do you think about this, that, and the third? Well, I don't think I can, well, I feel like you can make that work with this. That's love. That's, that's seeing that, that quote unquote flaw turning into a quality. You can't turn red flags into qualities. You just can't. You can only tolerate them. You can only tolerate them. And that's the problem. A lot of us want to be tolerated for our red flags. You feel what I'm saying? The dude who becomes the dude who's a fuckboy, he wasn't a fuckboy before he became a fuckboy. He was an upstanding dude. He was a dude that you was you were willing to tolerate. You know? He had the qualities that he knew would make a woman tolerate him. You feel me? Before he became a fuckboy, he was a real nigga. He was that dude. And you liked him. You feel me? The baddies, they were that, they were that before they became the bum bitches that we don't like. The bitches that ain't shit. Because they created the vessel, the physical shell, to where, you feel me, I'm tolerable. You feel me? I'm tolerable. 
But then once you started demanding more out of them, oh, wow, I can't do this. Like, that's why people cheat. People don't get that shit. Like, what makes people cheat? What makes people cheat? Cheaters lose. Cheaters are losing the game, right? Here's the game that they're losing, right? They know that you're demanding more out of them, right? They know that their red flags can't just be tolerated anymore. Things have to change. So then they go interact with another motherfucker who's going to tolerate those red flags. You dig what I'm saying? That's why people cheat. I don't know why I did it. I know why you did it. You didn't want to get caught, but you did it because you weren't supposed to be in that caliber of, of, of reality. And it was changing you. Your red flags could no longer be red flags anymore. You had to start working on that shit. They were no longer tolerated. Oh, man, all she do is nag me. All she do is this. All she do. All he do is complain and tell me what I need to do and what I ain't doing. Why? Because those are red flags for that person. And you're dealing with somebody who's not tolerating red flags. So you're going to go and deal with somebody who's going to tolerate red flags. Why? Because your red flags are going to play together. You put your red flag on the left side, I put my red flag on the right side. We're going to play till the motherfucking wheels fall off. That's what happens. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's all about tolerance. You know? That's what, that's what the underlying thing is when people say, accept me, flaws and all. Tolerate me for the shit that I don't like about myself. Tolerate me for the shit that nobody loved about me. Tolerate me for the shit that was always viewed as intolerable. You know what I mean? Only learn this because I actually listen to motherfuckers when they be talking and shit. Like they be, you know, well, when I was young, I wanted to do this. Why didn't you? I always ask that question. Why didn't you? Well, I don't know. You do know. Answer why you don't know. You say you don't know because you don't want to deal with the reality that it was that you were not supported doing it. You feel me? The tolerance didn't allow the support to happen. Oh, get real. Get like, you know how many people are artists? They're writers, painters, thinkers. They, they're artists as a whole, but they won't tap into their art because somebody told them, somebody that they were tolerating, somebody that was tolerating them told them that's not a reality for them. You feel me? Hell, you might be one of these motherfuckers. Not motherfuckers in the district. Y'all know how I talk. Y'all know how I rock. But that's, that's, that's the reality, yo. That's a reality. I'm not going to say the because, you know, don't want y'all to feel like I'm speaking that this is true. But this is an observable reality. People want their red flags tolerated. People want to be tolerated. And, and when you're tolerated in a relationship, right, as long as that, like, we can stay the same as long as we're tolerated. You feel what I'm saying? This is why, like, this is why when we look at the relationship, well, women nag, women do this, like, I'm telling y'all, this is why the fuck religion was created. This is why the fuck religion was created. It created, it made women feel like a lot of the shit that they were doing was a red flag, was a flaw, was something wrong with them. Women aren't supposed to speak in the presence of men. Women are y'all like, y'all is like, I literally just heard a woman say that our purpose here is to be wives and mothers. In 2020, this motherfucker said this shit, right? So when you internalize that shit, you feel me? And then you have those women. Oh, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Basically, a slave without shackles. Read the shit. Read the motherfucker. It's a slave without shackles. You feel me? Because nobody teaches the shit in context. Nobody teaches the shit according to what it is. So Proverbs 31 woman, she said, oh, yeah, you take care of the home. You clean. You make sure the kids are this and all of that. And it, it sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds like, okay, this is what a woman's supposed to do. But how many times are they outside of that? Well, a woman be a queen. 
Woman go tap into your desires, tap into your inner things, and then bring these shits into reality. That's where this paradigm shift is happening right now. You feel me? But it's still, we're still on the, we're still on the cusp because we still got to learn a lot, a lot about this shit. You feel me? That's why, that's why I'm talking about how the free spirit of woman is just out here trying to fuck like men. She just want to be tolerated for doing the shit that men are tolerated for. Why can't we do the shit that y'all do and get away with it? No, that's not what free spirited is about. Because if being free spirit only causes you to do destructive shit, then the fuck? Like, you should be able to create with a free spirit, too. You feel me? And creative energy is holding back the sexual energy. So this is why I'm saying it's on the cusp. It's like shit's breaking. W women ain't even religious no more. They just following the religion. They acting like they, they are. They don't even fuck with it no more. They don't. They don't even know they don't fuck with it anymore. It's why, oh, a nagging woman. Like, women don't nag. Women, women don't nag men who truly love them. Who are willing to correct them and shit like that. You feel me? They, the women that you are considering who are, who are the naggers and shit like that, it's, they want their red flags tolerated. And you're not doing it. You feel me? You're not doing it. Same with the brothers. Same with the dudes. You feel what I'm saying? We want our red flags tolerated. Don't nag me, yo. I'm gonna get my shit together. Don't, don't, don't nag me, yo. She always hoo, 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 hoo. Because your red flags aren't being tolerated. You feel me? I'm doing everything you want me to do. I, I, I do everything she tell me to do. I, I hear that within my brothers who think they're in a healthy and a good relationship. And they're in a relationship with a woman who's like, yo, why she keep doing this, man? I come home, I work, I do this, I do that, I do this. You do, you do everything that you feel you're supposed to be tolerated for. You do everything you're supposed to be tolerated for. But she's not tolerating you. Why? What, what, what is it? You feel me? Because she still desires more. You have to, you, you, you have to realize that. Tolerance and desire can't go hand in hand. Motherfuckers be desiring this top-notch motherfucker and involving themselves with the motherfucker they're tolerating. That wants, just wants to be tolerated. You feel me? That's why I be telling people, oh, I just want to be desired. I don't know. You, you too, you want to be desired, but you got to get over the hump of wanting to be uh, tolerated first. This right here is why you motherfuckers settle. And you think, oh, I shouldn't have this much. Like, you know, this will, and this right here is why I also don't, I don't, I don't succumb to the shit when people say, oh, yo, you're, you're arrogant. You know, I, women, women have shot the shot at me and called me arrogant because I wouldn't keep the conversation going. The fuck? You came on to me. The fuck, like, like, what would you, what you want me to do with that? Like, and you want me to tolerate, you want me to see you. You want me to tolerate you. You want me to tolerate you. You feel what I'm saying? So think about the relationship that you get into. When you see somebody that you're, you're really like, oh, I like the way this person thinks. I like the way this person feels. I like, I want them to tolerate everything within me. Are they supposed to? No, they're not. No, they're not. So just coming on to them and saying, oh, I like you. Okay, well, make me like you back. I know that shit sounds so cold, don't it? It sounds so cold. But no, it's not. It's not. Because if I were to shoot my shot at a woman, if I were to come on to her, I have to make her like me back. Y'all ain't got to do the same shit. Huh, huh, huh. Shit, y'all want to be in 2020? Shit, it's equality, motherfucker. Shit. Giving the shall be given unto you. You feel what I'm saying? But the point that I'm making with that is that when... We look at these relationships, we're like, yo, this person has the tolerance, has the patience that I need to tolerate somebody like me. We don't really like that person. 
We don't even like that person. We like the ability that this person, we like the ability and the potential that this person can have to tolerate us because we've been tolerated all of our lives. But then if we meet that, if we see what that person is really about, and it's about correction, the love is about correction, it's like, that's going to stifle. It's like, you're demanding too much. you always worried about this. Like, just like, you know, how you got the dudes that complain, women always be nagging. Women complain about that shit too. Let a man be in her space and he's trying to make her better. Oh, you're controlling. You're trying to control me. You're trying to manipulate me. No, I'm trying to make you better. You don't want to be better. You want to be tolerated. You feel what I'm saying? You want to be tolerated. And that's not the case. That's not going to fly with me. That's not going to fly. So you got to eat that. So then now you go to your friends. Oh, yeah, he was this. He was that. He want all of that. Like you try No, tell the truth. He ain't tolerate you. He wasn't going to tolerate you as you are. He demanded that you be better. You feel me? Go to your homeboy. She always nagging and shit. No, she didn't tolerate you as you are. You weren't going to be comfortable. You were going to be corrected. Right? You were going to be corrected. But again, like I said, it all goes back into how we view love. Our first experiences, our first perceptions of love were based off of the fact that we were tolerated. Sat in front of the TV and gave some chicken nuggets and shit like it was tolerated. And then the love that we don't have. I wrap up with this. You know, I wrap up with this. This is a little personal one, but I wrap up with this. My father was never there, right, as a whole. So when I was in a relationship, the relationship that I ended up getting cheated on, I was supposed to walk away from that situation. However, I didn't know that I was supposed to walk away from that situation because I never seen the reality of a man leaving on healthy terms. I always have connected the fact that if a man leaves a woman alone, then he's um, he's weak, he's a coward, he doesn't need to do all of this shit, he's a punk and all that shit. I fed into that. I fed into that with no template. Because never had I ever seen a man break up with somebody or walk away from a relationship because it was doing something damaging to him. He was no longer able to tolerate what was going on. So I kept extending my tolerance, extending my tolerance, extending my tolerance because I thought that's what love was. I thought that's what love was because when you look at, because when I, when I considered like the, the moments in which I thought I was giving love, it was like, the to- I, I've learned that the tolerance, ex- it stopped whenever I got a whooping. That's when I was no longer tolerable. You feel what I'm saying? You know, and this is, you know, this is not a moment to say, you know, my, to try to bash my mother or anything like that. No. Mm-mm. If you know me, you know, I love my mother to life, you know, but these are realities that we have to play because these are generational things that have been passed down and passed down, you know. So now, in addition to that, having that tolerance is like, yo, you desire that. You want that same tolerance out of people that you would want to have for yourself. So you would give it under the guise, okay, this is what love is. I'm going to keep giving the tolerance, keep giving the tolerance. So I kept extending my tolerance without setting my boundaries because of this person, I thought that this was love. I had never realized that as a man, you can walk away from, you're supposed to walk away from some shit that's damaging you. You feel what I'm saying? But I always taught, I was always taught bullshit like, well, you fight through it through thick and thin, this and that, that men, real men gonna fight for this. Like, no, no, 
no, no, no, no. That's because we're taught that no matter what it is, you love through a tolerance. Once that, like, you continue to love through a tolerance. So once, if that tolerance never fades, and if you keep extending it, then it's going to be damaging to you. You feel what I'm saying? So in, in, in seeing that and learning that that's what it was, that absence of my father, you know, it's, it was an extreme. It was an extreme because he had absolutely no tolerance for what he was going to be in within a relationship. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, granted, he had three kids and everything like that. I was the last one. And then after that last, after me being the last one, my mom, you know, was like, yo, bro, you need to tighten up and do your shit. And he said, no, bye. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that, that's what it was. So for me, there was absolutely zero tolerance extended for him being in my life. You feel what I'm saying? And that was masculine. That was masculine essence. That was masculine energy. So that was something that I embodied. So that made me be on the other side to extend 100% tolerance and keep extending it because I know what it's like to have zero tolerance forced on you. You feel what I'm saying? And in that relationship, like I said, that relationship was probably supposed to be over six months in. No, that relationship wasn't supposed to be a relationship, but I kept extending the tolerance. I tolerated more and more and more and more and more of the bullshit, more of the red flags, more of the dumb shit that I should not have been tolerating at all. You feel what I'm saying? But I did, I did, I did. Up until it destroyed me. Feel what I'm saying? We want these relationships out of life, but we want them based off of who can tolerate us and who we can tolerate the most. And that is why boundaries are important. That's why you need to put your boundaries up and, and not deviate from those. You feel what I'm saying? More than that, you need to realize that if in what you are deeming is the love is just you extending more tolerance, you're going to end up destroying yourself. If what you're doing is not correction, it is not working towards the betterment of the person or betterment of yourself, you're going to end up destroying yourself. And at that point, you can't blame them. They may be at fault, but you're responsible. You're definitely responsible. So I said that to say this. Going forward, if this, if anything that I just said causes you to look at your relationships differently and then you feel like, yo, I might have, I, that's, not what I, that's not what my intent was. My intent was to show that red flags and flaws are often misunderstood and that when we're looking at the shit that we call embracing as flaws, it's not. It's extending tolerance for red flags. Because if it's really a flaw, then you can turn it into a quality. If you can't turn it into a quality, it's a red flag. However that plays out in your, re in your reality, in your real world, it is what it is. But those going forward, our next generation, the kids and everything, they need to really be loved. They don't need to be tolerated. Because a lot of us right now, we're dealing with the things that we're dealing with, depression, anxiety, uh, the mental, our, our poor mental health. A lot of that, this is what it's coming from. The tolerance being gone. And then now we didn't, we, we had a certain amount of tolerance growing up. Then we reach a world who doesn't have that same tolerance for us. You feel me? You don't have that tolerance. Like imagine, you know, being late, being late from work and getting fired. Damn, you ain't got the time. Like, and then we want to beg and plead, yo, come on, you can't do me. Like, yes, they can. 
Yes, they can. Because you are trying to see how much tolerance you can get. And that causes to do reckless shit, dumb shit. It's like, yo, this is just the way I am. No, it's not just the way you are. It's not just how you are. It's how comfortable you are with the red flag that you want to be tolerated for. You know, so just sit and think about that. Sit and think about that shit. It was something I had to reflect on myself too. Like, what is it that that makes me stay in, in damaging situations because it's tolerable? What is it that, you know, is this thing tolerating me enough? Is it tolerating me to just the capacity in which I've always felt what, what love was? You dig what I'm saying? These cycles have to be broken. Our kids don't just need to be tolerated. You feel me? Our kids don't need to be tolerated anymore. That's And that's why we get caught up in these situations because we want to be tolerated and we're not. You know, we're not. And then when we are tolerated, we think, oh, this person loves me. This person loves so much. And you fall fast. You fall so fast. You think you're falling fast. No, you're just comfortable. You just become comfortable because your red flags are not seen as red flags. They're tolerated. But over time, it's like, you told me this wasn't a problem for you, and then now it is. That's why that shit happens, because the tolerance ran out. Tolerance ran out. I'm not dealing with that shit anymore. <laughs> I would notice talking to my homeboys and shit, like right before they about to cut a chick out, they were like, man, I ain't dealing with that shit no more. <laughs> the, the unconscious and the subconscious mind speak so well, you just got to listen. You know? And this is the differentiating factor. I noticed that a lot of reason this is I'm gonna end with this. This is why a lot of women get hurt a lot more than men. Because where in regards to the tolerance for the red flags, for women it's always after the fact. Like I should have known, like I knew not to fuck with this person. I knew to this, you know. But a lot of men are saying, man, I ain't dealing with that shit prior to the fuck up. So but both aspects are when the tolerance runs out, if the tolerance runs out. Women have been conditioned to tolerate a lot more than us. But we're all still trying to base it off of being tolerated and being tolerable, you know. So change that, change that reality. Red flags aren't flaws. Flaws aren't red flags. Flaws are qualities about you that people don't like. Fuck them people. Red flags are the things that are that have always caused problems that you don't want to change. And because you don't want to change them, you want people to be tolerable of them. And then you want to involve yourself with people who need to be tolerated and, you know, the two run concurrent. You know, do you want to be tolerable? Do you want to tolerate that person? And will you tolerate that person? It's no coincidence that, like I said, when it comes to my brothers and shit, We'll say shit, man. I ain't, I ain't, man. I ain't about to deal with that shit no more. I ain't about to deal with that because we will tell you our tolerance has ran out. That's us telling you our tolerance has ran out. You feel what I'm saying? And then on the other side of that, women's tolerance, it never ran out to where it's, you know, dang, I should have been, I should have, I should have left you alone. You should have. Why didn't you? Too much tolerance because now women are the quote unquote lovers. Women are the ones who are supposed to love and do all this other crazy shit beyond and go beyond. Like, no, stop that shit. Stop that shit. But collectively, let's stop tolerating red flags because that's why our relationships are trash.
They're trash. We don't love each other. Nobody loves each other anymore. Nobody's willing to correct and make the betterment of people. You know, see your flaws as qualities and say, hey, yo, I think you should enhance this and do that. Because when you start to meet people who put that into you, it scares you. You're like, I don't, uh-uh, I'm scared to embrace that. I'm scared to like, I've helped so many of my homies overcome their fears because I showed them what they thought was a flaw was a quality and how to magnify it and multiply it. And they've overcome that shit. You feel what I'm saying? That's love. Men and women, that's, that, that, those are my homies. So it's like, bam, let's, let's put our best foot forward. But it was never a point of tolerating their red flags. It was never a point of tolerating their red flags. And we have to get out of that shit. So at this point, I'm not going to keep repeating anymore. I'm going to end it there. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore, seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things Just Seen, my books, my courses, my merch. Um, everything is there. Um, if you want to book a session as well, that's there too, and chat with Seen. Um, to all of the people who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. If you would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the description of your podcast. Cash App and PayPal is absolutely fine. Um, yeah, as always, you know, go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And let's break the narrative of just tolerating our children. We need to love them, you know, which requires us to have a lot more patience than we do and really look at life differently because our babies don't ask to be here. We create them. We create them. And we create them just to tolerate them. Tolerate them enough until they're 18 years old until they're out on their own. And then we wonder why they don't come back home. We look at why what the fuck we don't come back home because we reached a level of peace. We reached a level where our tolerance has been accepted far beyond what it was at home. That's why we don't come back. Let's not do that to our babies anymore. Let's not do that to our babies. You know, let's take the time to truly restructure this reality. But yeah, that's that. Um, as I said, kiss your babies, make sure they eat their vegetables, and I'll see you all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.